What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. I think the value is being able to spread the love to my people. Ooh, and I think that's the realest thing anybody can do. Put somebody on some money. Why not? A lot of times people are like, well, dang, how you affording this? How you doing this? What, what does she do? I want to know what she does. I do tech. Let's talk yep. about it. Let's, you know? talk, Let's about talk about it. it. I'm in tech, honey. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this episode. But more about them later after the interview. Yo, so there are a lot of conversations that we have around the tech sales industry. Of course, the tech industry in general, uh, but ultimately, really, when we get to tech sales, cybersecurity, certain roles in tech that honestly are very male dominated. Let's keep it a stack. Most roles in tech are male dominated. And we take it beyond that. There are certain roles where, at least I've noticed from my audience, whenever we're receiving um, DMs, or comments where I'll see women that aren't that familiar with the tech industry or that familiar with the tech sales industry thinking like, yo, is this space for me? Like, first off, it's the tech industry for me as a woman. But secondly, is tech sales for me? Because, I mean, if you didn't know or not, I'm sure most of you all know that the sales space in general, we're not just talking tech, but sales in general is seen as a very masculine job. One of the things that I've noticed being in tech, I've had the privilege of meeting some really dope phenomenal women that are that are both successful in the tech industry but they are also maintain their femininity maintain just all of what's beautiful about being a woman overall and i love having opportunities like this to talk to women like that and allow those women to share their perspective their experience their knowledge their wisdom about being in this industry knowledge and wisdom that's beneficial not just for the women but for the men as well and so i'm really excited because the guest that i have on is somebody that I've been connected with for a while. I've wanted to come on to the podcast because not only is she in tech and specifically tech sales, but she also has been in a few different companies and also is working in big tech. So that would be a pretty interesting conversation for us to have as well. Now, of course, as always, got to go ahead and read off the bio of our guest to make sure we put in some respect on her name. And so the guest we have today is Taylor. And Taylor has worked in tech for four years with a diverse tech sales background, both in health tech, construction tech, I'm not even sure if that's the uh, proper way I, I threw that in there, uh, power and storage. And so now again, I've looked at her LinkedIn profile and I was like, yo, like, I was like, yo, she's been in like a few companies and like different sizes as well. And I'm, I'm actually curious, I'm gonna bring some of the things up during the conversation uh, to kind of ask her about, to give some insight, not just for you all, but also for myself. But as always, make sure y'all go ahead and give a wonderful virtual round of applause. If you're driving in your car, snap your, t- uh, snap your, t- tap your steering wheel as if you're clapping for our guest today, Taylor. Taylor, thank you so much for being on Tech is New Black. Hello. <laughs> What's going on? What's, What's up? What's up? How yeah. are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I mean, I'm feeling good. You know, I just finished this drink. I'm feeling good too. Yeah, yeah. Did Comfortable. You, did you finish yours? No. Okay, cool. All right, so you're gonna be feeling better as as the uh, as the interview goes on. You're right. Uh, no, super happy to have you on. Uh, this definitely has been a long time coming, and so uh, I know that obviously you're a, you you live here in Atlanta, right? Yeah, I live in Atlanta. I've been okay, here for like cool. six years now. 
Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We we literally just talked about like where you where it is you came from, mm-hmm. and so. <laughs> There needs to be a new rule. Stuff already. There's, 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 a, there's a rule I should not be drinking. I don't. I just need. I need to. I need to think. I need to think of tequila. I don't know what other drinks do to me. This is why I need to just think of tequila. That's crazy. Where did you come from? Where did you go? <laughs> All right, little, little. So. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> anyway, very excited for you to be here on Tech is a New Black. Excited to be able to talk to you about your experience being in the industry uh, and just really hear your perspective overall. And so thank you so much for being here. Thank you for inviting me. I know we were supposed to link up last time, yeah. um, but we're here now. Yeah. Hey, look, we're here. Right. That's all that matters. So I appreciate the invite. I'm ready to, you know, chop it up with you and talk about my experience in tech. Yeah, let's let's get to it then. <laughs> let's get to it then. All right. So uh, first question that we have, and we got to get into this because this matters because there are a lot of people that are like, okay, cool, you're in tech, but what was life like for you before you got in the tech industry? Like what led to that transition of you getting in the industry? Oh my gosh. So when I first moved to Atlanta, I'm from Iowa. When I first moved to Atlanta, I thought I was going to be a news reporter. Like I was working at CNN as an intern, Mm. broke, didn't know nobody out here in Atlanta. I was like sleeping on my cousin's, you know, one bedroom couch, you know, didn't have a car. I was taking the Gwinnett County transit from Lawrenceville down Mm. to the Marta station, down to CNN and back all that. So I came out from Iowa to Atlanta thinking I was going to be a news reporter. Um, Interned with CNN for like six months. They didn't hire me after my internship. And I was like, I'm not going back to Iowa. You know, I got to figure it out one way or another. So um, I started like freelancing, doing my own thing. I was like, that's where Taylor Lee TV came from. So my Instagram handle, Taylor Lee TV, TLTV, it was my own freelance media entertainment company yeah uh, i was interviewing you know celebrities artists and it was a great time going to you know events and things like that but i was not getting paid for it you know it was cool i enjoyed it but i had you know bills had real responsibilities yeah, for real. so um you asked what was my like how did i get into sales yeah, like what yeah like yeah. what was the transition like from i mean really okay so you were at cnn mm-hmm. interning mm-hmm. they didn't put you on full time mm-hmm. so you had to try to figure some things out you started the content with taylor uh taylor lee tv yeah where did that lead for you to get into tech sales? Okay, so this is how it happened. So my dad, he's been in sales all my life. He's in medical sales, right? So he was always pushing like, hey, you need to get in sales. That's when the money is. You need to do sales, right? Mm-hmm. So my first sales job was Enterprise, like Enterprise rental car. And okay, we, my bad. When you say Enterprise, my mind just like, I know, like, right? No, no, no. Enterprise no, no, sales? No, no, no. That's crazy. No, no. Okay, Enterprise cool. rent a car, right? Yeah, okay. So I started from the bottom and it wasn't necessarily tech sales, but that was my first yeah. sales experience. Yeah. So I was, you know, I was trying to add additional insurance. You know how that go, you know? Uh-huh. Like that was my first sales experience. Worked there for a couple years um, and I ended up quitting because <laughs> I was like, I have no work-life balance. I'm working like 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Like it sucked, like I didn't Ooh. like it. Right, I didn't like it. So I was like, I'm not doing this no more. And during that time I was still hustling. I was doing that, trying to do my TLTV thing. I was working you know at a bar just doing a whole bunch of stuff and i was like i needed something that was more stable where i don't have to do so many things that i have like enough money to like take care of myself right 
So after Enterprise, I started working for a company called um, Autodesk. That was my first. Autodesk. Yeah, Autodesk. And that's where you were like, what? You know, construction sales. <laughs> what is that really? But um, yeah, I was working for Autodesk and it was kind of like an umbrella company. And I worked mainly for the company Plan Grid, which okay. is underneath Autodesk. And that was more of construction sales. So my title was a business development rep. Um, I was, yeah, okay. business, you know, started from the bottom. I see where it's going. Yeah, okay. business development rep. And I was mostly speaking with project engineers, project managers, mm -hmm. um, about getting them into Plan Grid. And Plan Grid was basically a mobile blueprint. So, you know, when construction workers, they're using blueprints to build buildings and everything. Plan yeah. Grid created a device that allowed people to work in real time. So it was like a tablet, right? Okay. And it was a blueprint, but it allowed everyone to be connected like all the project engineers mm -hmm. to the actual people in the field to be connected from this mobile blueprint, right? Okay. So that's who my audience was. I was selling to, you know, construction workers, project yeah. engineers, talking to them. Um, and it was great. I enjoyed it a lot. But then um, that was around the same time COVID kind of happened, right? Uh, yeah. So um, it was crazy because we were supposed to go to San Francisco for, you know, like to learn what we're doing, you know? Mm -hmm. We ended up doing everything remotely. So I went from working in an office every day to going completely remote into a, a tech type sales position that I had no idea really what I was doing, wow. you know? Yeah. So I'm really dependent on my teammates, dependent on everybody else, like, hey, let's figure this out together, mm -hmm. right? It was cool, I liked it, you know, I liked okay. it. You know, the money was cool at that time, you know, my expenses weren't as high as they are now, yeah. so <laughs> I was able I was able to take care of myself, like it was cool. And I liked it a lot, but, um. I'm not gonna lie, like I kinda had to go where the money goes. <laughs> so oh, yeah. I mean I'm sure you looked at my LinkedIn, you probably like, dang, she done hopped around a little bit, but I did. I hopped around a lot yeah, too. Yeah, I hopped hey. around a little bit. Hey. You know, let's be real. So oh, for real. from there I went to Athena Health and that was my first introduction into like healthcare sales. Mm -hmm. So I went from speaking to project engineers every day to speaking with uh doctors if I can get one on the phone or speaking to um receptionists that were, you know, the first hand of contact to the doctors or mm -hmm. whatnot, selling them EMR systems, you know? Okay, EMR. Yeah. Electronic medical record Re systems. Yeah, there yeah, we go. Okay, okay. <laughs> Electronic medical record systems. Um, and it was a transition. Athena was a cool company, enjoyed that. Um, and then I was again, had to go where the money went. Yeah. And here we are, IBM. I always knew IBM was mm. a big company. I knew it was very popular. Yes. You know, anytime anybody told me, hey, I work for IBM, I'm like, dang. You like, knew they had money. Yeah. Like, like, oh, yeah, you get money. Like, they get money. money. Like, they at IBM, okay. <laughs> they doing something, you know? Yeah. And I've been with IBM ever since. And I can honestly say, like, I like it. That I, I'm doing power and storage. So now I'm really deep in the techie yeah. tech of stuff. Like power, yeah. storage, sustainability. Mm -hmm. um, I'm working with a whole bunch of people that know a lot. You know, yeah. like that know a lot techie-wise. Um, yeah. and, and, and how long have you been there? I've been with IBM for about a year and a half now. Okay, so yeah, cool. not too, too long, but yeah. I'm enjoying where I'm at. Yeah. I love I love my team, my manager. I have a black manager, you know? Yeah. Like, and it's a woman that's, too, you know? And that's, ooh. for me, that's different. Yeah. That's, that's different for me because I've always worked in an environment where, you know, mostly male dominant, yeah. mostly, you know, white, which is what I was used to. But now I'm working on a team, half my team looks like me, my manager's black, but they're wow. also very smart. Um, IBM's a great company to work for and I enjoy it. Yeah, they're, they're a really great company. IBM mm -hmm. is like... They it's go, the head honcho. Yeah, they go back. They go up. It's the big they blue. They go back. It's the big blue. Yeah, yeah. They go yeah. back, back. Yo, shouts out to IBM. Uh, one of our uh, friends, a mutual friend of uh, of Eric and uh, mine, uh, Josh, 
um, who who's like who never responds in a in a group chat <laughs> ever. I haven't seen him respond in a group chat over a year. Oh y'all take oh oh so y'all got a oh y'all got a they leave you out oh they leave you out. Okay. Okay. I see how stuff is. See how stuff is. But um, but I remember I forget what tech company that he left for IBM. But it was, I think he got something like a sixty thousand dollar pay bump. And this was this was two years ago. So mm-hmm. I know he's getting paid a lot more now. And the company was like, yeah, we can't match that. He was like, yeah, bye. So yeah, he went yeah. to went, went to where the money resides. So I know that's super cool. So yeah, so that that is a, a bit of a different route than most other people have gotten right. in, in tech sales. I'm sure you see all this tech boot camp stuff. You see mm-hmm. people doing that where they're kind of jumping and just kind of transferring straight in. But you went like a completely backdoor route to where I almost wonder, did you even really know what industry you were fully stepping yourself no, into? No, yeah. I did not. Not at all. I had no idea. And yeah. I think that's where the biggest discrepancy comes in. When people jump into tech, they think, oh, you got to have some type of prior knowledge to yeah. this. No, you don't, you know? Yeah, you really don't. Like, I get that question a lot where people say, oh, well, like, what about my background? Or I don't really know. I'm not techie. And right. it's like, trust me, you're, right. you're overthinking it. It's not, it's not that deep. Definitely overthinking it. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Specifically for the roles that don't require you to be technical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, so. I, I can see if you're, like, trying to be, like, a, an engineer or something. Yeah, like, exactly. Obviously, that takes some type of prior knowledge. But yeah. sales, no. Yo, so for everybody that's interested in what this guest is talking about, and you will love a similar career, I suggest you check out Course Careers Bootcamp. Course Careers is a bootcamp that I have been partnered with for well over a year now, and they have helped more people break into tech, I'll be honest, than any other bootcamp that I've personally seen. So look, Course Careers is only 500 bucks, that's it. But if you use our discount code, Cyrus50, you'll get an additional $50 off, so that way all you pay is actually $449. That's it. No additional price later, no extra cost, extra fees. That's it with the price for course careers. Now, there are self-paced boot camp that you can take and be able to get a variety of different roles in tech. So make sure you check them out. Use our link below in that discount code if you want an additional $50 off and keep us posted on your journey breaking into tech. All right, so let's, let's dive a little bit deeper. So one of the things that's important uh, for people that I tell people that they need to like really look at and leverage is their LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And so... What is some insights that you can give to people when it comes to optimizing their LinkedIn properly? Do not just follow people that work at the same company as you. I feel like mm. a lot of people just follow people that they might know or work at the same company. And I'm not gonna lie, I used to do that too. I'm like, uh, they not at IBM, uh, they not at Autodesk. You know, I'm not following them, I don't know them. Oh, so you was like, oh, yeah, you got I was a little, like, I was a little picky with company. it. I'm not gonna lie, I was a little picky with my following, yeah. you know? But I, I learned that over time, that doesn't really get you anywhere, you know? And mm-hmm. the best jobs, when you're looking for a job, is looking through LinkedIn. I ain't never found a job off of Indeed. Yeah. No shade. I just personally haven't. I think LinkedIn is kind of like the bread and butter of corporate jobs. I want to say that, but LinkedIn isn't paying us yet. And I don't know if we might get a brand deal with Indeed in the future. So oh, well, let me shut up. Now, no, no, you, <laughs> no, look, you, you, you can pop your ish. You can pop your ish. And I'm, and I'm, I I'm, personally I'm, have I'm, not. I'm, I'm joking, by the way. No, I, I would speak candidly because mm-hmm. I don't care brand deal or not. Like it's, it's about giving people the truth. It's like, yeah, link, LinkedIn is where it's at. It's a Because it, it's a social media platform that right. also is a is a job board and a, and, a, and a plethora of other things. Right. And so, no, LinkedIn is is definitely where it's at. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I, I never, it's always interesting to me when I hear people go to other platforms to search for a job. I'm like, I know. but why? Right. Like, you know, but I'm like, okay, cool. You know, to, to each their own. Right. And so, yeah, 
so I, I love that you mentioned not just connecting with people within your company. Mm -hmm. And the other thing that I like about that, you you said this without saying it, is the fact that you're still focused on LinkedIn and making connections even though you have a job. Exactly. There are a lot of people that just leverage it mm -hmm. to get a job. And they get a job. And they're like, all right, bye, I'm no longer on yeah. here. And it's like, yeah. why would you say there's value and still like still optimizing the platform, still using it, still making connections, mm -hmm. even after you, I mean, you don't just have a job in tech, right. you at a big dog company, right? you know, so what's the value, like why? Okay, so for me, I think the value is being able to spread the love to my people. You know how many times like other companies reach out to me and they're like, hey, I know you're currently working for IBM, but if you know anybody that's looking for a position mm. within sales or somebody that has prior experience and this or that, I can pass that information forward. Ooh, and I think big. that's the realest thing anybody can do, put somebody mm -hmm. on some money, why not? You know. Yes, exactly. So I think that that's kind of where my value comes in. It's like, let me be a, you know, a support for others. Mm -hmm. Like I kind of yeah. quote unquote, you know, made it, you know, as far as like job career wise, yeah. but it's like any way I can help, I want to be able to be a, you know, a support system for that. How did your family, how, how did they react? Like, I guess, do, does your family even understand like to the level of which it's like, yo, you're at IBM, like you're. My family does, yeah. but I think my family gets a little annoyed with me. They're like, you need to stay at this job. <laughs> Like, oh, they don't want you to job hop. Yeah, because okay, like, you, you know, hopped a couple the, times. Exactly. So it's like the generation, you got to think generations are different. So it's like back in the day, they stay at one job 50 For years, 40s, get their retirement, yes. and they go, you know? Oh, my God. And since I've been in Atlanta, I've been in Atlanta for six years, and I've hopped like three positions, you know? Yeah. So it's no shade to people that have found that one position and they're able to build their ways up, you know, their yeah, way up. Yeah. But for me, my story is a little different. Yeah. And um, they were very proud of me. My parents yeah. were like, oh yeah, my daughter, you know, she worked at IBM, you know, they're very proud of yeah, me, but they're, they're like, stay. Be... <laughs> like, yeah, you need exactly. to stay, stop moving around so much. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, yeah, times definitely are different where mm -hmm. the, the fastest way to grow your income, like, yeah, yeah, you don't want to jump a different job every six months right, or something like right, that, right, every right, nine right. months, you know, but it's like, you definitely don't want to stay anywhere past, at least not past a couple years. Exactly. And so. I also believe that for me, the skills that I possess from my previous companies helped me get the job where I am now. Yeah, you know, definitely. like if it wasn't for Enterprise, if it wasn't for Athena Health or Autodesk, like I wouldn't be where I am to like now. So yeah. I don't look back at those jobs as, you know, a setback. If anything, yeah. they were stepping they got, stones. For sure. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they helped, you, helped you a lot. All right. So let's talk about this. One of the things we discussed talking about is the art of Let's get into it. Finesse. finesse. The finesse. art of finesse. So first <laughs> off, what is the art of finesse? And how, like, please teach us how to properly finesse. Okay. So the proper way to finesse is building relationships. Wait, wait. First off, what is finesse? What are we talking about? Okay, we're not talking like, you know, finesse, finesse. We're talking about just like getting your foot in the door. <laughs> yeah, finesse. okay. Yeah, so finessing, getting yeah. your foot in the door into the industry. Into the industry. Yeah. Yeah, I know people come to you all the time like, oh, how can I get into tech? How can I do this? How can I do that? Yeah. And it's more than just applying for something and hoping and praying that you get in. It doesn't work like that. So I feel like the finesse for me is building that LinkedIn, building relationships. It's all about who mm -hmm. you know. With anything in Atlanta, like with anything, a lot yeah. of people luck up and i was kind of one of those people i knew how to talk to people i knew how to build those relationships and connect with people yeah. and i also think the finesse comes from like interviewing you have to know how to interview like yeah. interviewing is so important and i feel like a lot of times people don't take that time to 
you know, practice how to interview yeah. with people. You know how many people come up to me or DM me like, hey, I want to get a job at IBM. What do I got to do? I'll be like, okay, give me your resume. I'll give it to the hiring manager personally. You know, that's a big, that's a big step. Everything yeah. else is on you. You know, I can be a resource for you, but I can only do so much. I can't hold your hand in the interview. Yeah. So it's like, I think the biggest finesse is doing things like you telling me like you need to go to these conferences. You need to be shaking hands with the people that you're trying to get into the same position that they're in, you know, mm -hmm. like. You have to know how to build those relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's so good. That's that's really important to understand the value of relationships in the industry. And I love how, like you mentioned earlier, like how you're like putting people on. Mm -hmm. And the reality of it is that the people that you're able to put on, like when companies come to you and they say, hey, do you know somebody? It's because those other people, like in some way, some point in time, they connect with you. Mm -hmm. They network with you. Yeah. And it's like just the, the value of that. And I think a lot of people don't really understand how important it is to know how to interview because i and I, didn't, I didn't even realize because i'm i'm somewhat naturally good at interviewing i am too and so in my mind i'll be like well yo if you get in interviews like you're gonna get a job like fairly yeah. quickly but yeah. i've seen a few people where they would either do a boot camp or maybe they went to they got like a technical degree in college mm -hmm. and whatever it might be they're getting interviews. They're optimizing their LinkedIn. Because nine times out of ten, when I don't see people getting jobs within a certain like time frame, yeah. it's usually because they're not optimizing their LinkedIn mm. or they're not networking at all. But then every now and again, it's probably happened only like three or four times where I've seen people where I'm like, no, your LinkedIn looks fine. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you, you, you did the boot camp. You got mm -hmm. proper certifications, proper knowledge. And it's like, okay, you have a pretty good network. It's like, what? And you're getting it? interviews. Right. It's like, oh, the problem is with your interview. There's mm -hmm. something happening in your interview mm -hmm. that's going on. So what are some some tips that you could give for people in the interview process? So these are the tips that worked for me. Okay. Um, I was very transparent. One of the main questions when I interviewed with IBM, and IBM, it's, it's pretty, you know, like, it's a long, lengthy process. You know, mm -hmm. I had like four interviews, I think, with the company. Mm -hmm. But my manager, my now manager, she interviewed me, and she was like, do you always hit your numbers? You know, in your last position when you were at uh, Athena Health, mm -hmm. were you hitting your numbers quarterly, like every quarter? And I was like, no, I didn't. I was super transparent with her. And you know what she said? She was like, I like that you were honest with me. And she was like, why do you think you'll be an asset here at IBM? And I told her specifically, I was like, I'm willing to learn. I could be a sponge, you know? I was like, that's one of my biggest, my biggest like traits about me. I might not know everything, but I'm honest enough to tell you I don't know that. And I'm going to go seek the help that I need, yeah. whatever I need to do. And I was like, take a chance on me and, you know, let me let my work show the rest. And mm -hmm. she did. You know, so I'm not gonna say that works for everybody, but I think in that position it worked for me. And I do think that, you know, if you go into an interview telling them like, oh, I got 100% on all my numbers and I'm this, I'm basically, you know, like the bomb, people are gonna expect that from you. And they're like, oh, she's a little cocky with it or whatever. Yeah. Like she knows everything. And truth of the matter, a lot of people don't. Like even now in my position, I learn stuff every day and I've been there for a year and a half. Yeah. You know, so I think being transparent is important and really showcasing your skills. Like, okay, maybe I'm not good at, doing this, but I'm really good at that. And maybe that's something that the company is looking for, you know? Yeah. Like one of my biggest skills was communication. I, you know, I told you I used to work for CNN. Yeah. That was something that I was trying to do. So I was like, you know what? I know how to talk to people. You could put me in the field. My, I want to be a field rep. That was something I really wanted to do um, until we got into like this digital world or whatnot. And she was asking me like, hey, what are your goals? You know, where do you see yourself, you know, giving you or 
we, you got a position with IBM. I was like, I want to get into like an account executive role. I want to get into a managing role. I want to get into a field rep role. So I think a lot of times employers want to see that you have a vision for yourself. Yes. You know, you have a vision for yourself. And from there, you know, they'll take a chance on you. Yeah. No, yeah. I truly believe that. You know what, what I kind of get from you is like a conf confident transparency. Mm -hmm. Because I've seen people be transparent about something they might be lacking or they get asked a question in an interview and it's like they'll be transparent mm -hmm. but they'll be like really kind of shy or embarrassed mm -hmm. so it's like okay well do you always hit your numbers and it's like well no i don't well, kind of no you know, it's like you feel down about yeah. it or there'll be someone that will say yeah i hit my numbers all the time and it's like okay you're like too much exactly but it's like but to balance transparency but mm -hmm. to still be confident with it mm -hmm. and be like yo i don't always hit my numbers yeah. but boom 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 right and it's just like oh you're transparent but you still are exuding a certain level mm -hmm. of confidence and like that's something i could already tell that's the case with you mm -hmm. and i think and, and i wanted to address that so that people kind of like are able to get that as well where it's like yo like be transparent but also like, yo, stand 10 toes down on, exactly. on, on what it is. It's like, yo, hey, I don't always do this. Right. Hey, but look, but this is what it is. I'm willing right. to work on it. Right. And it's, then that's that's another thing. Like, my manager, when we were interviewing, she was like, you know, what are your goals? Why do you want to get into sales? And I was real. I was like, look, I'm money motivated. Yeah. I was like, I like to get money. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. That's why I'm in sales. So it's like knowing that I have to hit my KPIs in order to get more money, I'm going to do it. Oh, you yeah. know, I'm going to learn everything I need to learn. I yes. might not know about power storage sustainability now, but I'll learn it. You yeah. know, that's what I've been doing. So that's I feel like being transparent and being 100 with yourself and your managers they'll take a yeah. chance on you you know sales is i know to some people some people are like yo how can you say in an interview yo i'm trying to get to the money i will say <laughs> and you you correct me if i'm wrong or or add to this takeaway yeah. whatever i will say that the, the sales space especially like tech sales is one of the fields where you can say in an interview like man i want to make one thousand percent because to them if they hear you want to make a lot of money that's also translating to oh the more money you make the more money you make the company exactly so it's a win-win so exactly. they, they want you to be money motivated exactly they everybody really on my team everybody that I know at ibm that's in sales is money motivated yeah one thousand percent yeah i mean it makes i mean sure i chose sales engineering come on and so it's like yo get to get to you the already coinage. know <laughs> Whether you're dealing with tough decisions centered around career, relationships, or anything else, therapy is the piece that keeps us connected and grounded about the things that really matter in life. So that way we can move forward with excitement and anticipation. And for everyone who's thinking of starting therapy, I personally suggest that you use BetterHelp to give you that assistance. And what I love about BetterHelp is that it's entirely online and it's designed specifically to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So make sure you visit betterhelp.com backslash TNB to make sure you get 10% off your first month and let us know how your journey in therapy is going. So that being said, something that I'm uh, very intrigued about with you is that it's like, okay, you're at IBM, you've been there for a year and a half now. Mm -hmm. So you're not job hopping, at least not anytime soon. No. Uh, that being said, is there a plan like do you plan on becoming an account executive mm -hmm. okay cool. yeah so, is there like a timeline on that like what's what's going on with that so i've been at the company for an, a year and a half now mm -hmm. and my main goal is to get into more of a um a closing role okay. so what i do right now is like i'm kind of like a liaison between ibm and the companies that i send like that 
that are looking to purchase products from us. Okay, cool, So yeah. they'll reach out to me. I'm like the first point of contact. And from mm-hmm. there, I get them in contact with a brand seller or a tech specialist or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And they do the closing of it. Okay. So I want to get into more of a closing role where it's like I'm the one that not only is you know building this relationship but i'm putting the money into ibm's pockets yeah. you know so it's like that or i want to get into a field position where i'm doing you know going one-on-one like conferences with people or taking people out to lunch i feel like i shine more yeah. in, person. in person i'm telling yeah, you, you know, yeah, so yeah. people can only that. people can only get so much from you you know like digitally yeah. or over the phone but i think and that's what i grew up seeing my dad do he was always you know flying out taking people to lunches or yeah. you know doing whatever but i think because of that he, su- he succeeded in what he's doing. Yeah. So to answer your question, I see myself doing that within like the next year, hopefully, God oh, willing. Definitely. You know? I believe it. So that makes a lot of sense. What I love about that is oftentimes, I know everyone, people love working remote. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm assuming you work remote. Correct? I work hybrid. So I hybrid. go to the office three days a week and I work remotely Mondays and Fridays. Okay, dope. I think that's fire. Yeah, so, which I think is kind of the best of both worlds because a lot mm-hmm. what a lot of people don't know is that it's proven that those that are in the whenever you're at a company that has the option mm-hmm. to go in office, the people who tend to get promoted faster are the ones that are in the office. Absolutely, and it's like there's a whole connection thing. You see, the, it's like a whole thing in it. So I love the hybrid model because it gives the opportunity of one, especially like you are off Friday and Monday, mm-hmm. or not off, but you're at home Friday and Monday. So it gives you like almost the illusion of like a four day weekend right. in a way. And so I love that, but also still being able to go into office, make those connections, mm-hmm. build relationships, relationships with people, feel more connected to your company. So there's a lot of value in that, but. One of the things that you mentioned is you desiring to want to basically get fluid out for your company. For sure. And, uh, <laughs> and I think that's dope. The reason why I want to touch on that is because oftentimes, you know, people message me and they're like, oh, man, like, I don't want to be at a company. They're like, am I going to have to do any traveling to be at the company? And I'll usually tell the people, I'm like, well, it depends on what company you get hired. At. Right. I don't know. But in my mind, I'm like. Don't you want to? Yes, that's I'm what like, I'm saying. Like, that's I'm fun. like, you don't realize how I love great not of having to spend my own money. They put you in a nice hotel sometimes. Um, you yeah. know, like free flights, experience, and it's like you're not tied down into the conference or whatever event that you're yeah. at all day. So it's like I'm going to Vegas next month. I'm going to Vegas next month. My first you know? tech company flew me to Vegas. Come on, they put me in a hotel. It's the mm-hmm. craziest view. Mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I was. It was my first time, only time ever in Vegas. Right. I was the experience. It was at a it was at a, a lawyer tech conference. Okay. And I was like, yo, it was this fun. Is crazy. Right. So they flew us out to Dallas. I was in Dallas in November for um the supercomputers event in Dallas. And it's like I have friends that I went to college with that live in Dallas. So it's like after these conferences and stuff that I'm going to, I'm linking up with my oh, girls. Oh, you turning up? Yeah, I'm kicking out. We like know people that's city, in the city. Having yo, a good time. What's up? Yeah, I think people that you know don't like the idea of traveling and working. I mean, that's kind of crazy. I can't yeah. relate. <laughs> I, I, I will say this, and and I can't relate either. But I will say this: I I believe that people should really realize the opportunity that's there mm-hmm. to be able to travel with your company, to meet new people, mm-hmm. make valuable connections, and also make a lot of money while doing it. For sure. And it's, I mean, it's it's, it's just incredible. So so I always I wanted to kind of double back to that to like have you speak to that a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, just because I didn't want people to miss that or that to go over people's heads. Because I right. know some people can hear and be like, oh, travel for work, but it's like, no, that's an incredible opportunity. It's a great opportunity. Yeah. And then like you said, it's again, building those relationships. It's not many times you're going to be, you know, face to face with 
like a CEO or face to face with like some of these heavy hitters at these huge companies. So mm-hmm. it's like anytime you're able to have a one on one conversation or even just be in the same vicinity as them, that's a win. Yeah. You know, it's a win. Yeah. And then on top of that, like right now, at least with my company, we are really like trying to like alleviate or alleviate uh, social media. Mm-hmm. So it's like anytime we're at a conference, we're posting pictures on LinkedIn, we're doing a everyone's social platform. Yeah. And that's how you expose yourself. It's yeah. like not only are the people at your company seeing that as like, you know, like, you know, she's really out here putting herself out there, but mm-hmm. other people are seeing it as well. So again, back to building relationships and networking, social media is so powerful right now, yeah. even in the workspace. Like people like big companies are catching on to it now that they want you to expose them. As well. Yes, they are. And yeah, it's, like, it's yeah. They, they you want they want they want to be exposed too. Like even this interview, honestly, once we get it back, oh, it's gonna look good. Play it back to my manager. Ooh, she, she gonna love it. It's gonna be a she good look. Eat it up. Oh yeah, <laughs> she it eat yeah. We we've had plenty of people, and I mean, there, there's a few different angles. And, and I, I talked. I was uh, supposed to speak at a uh, uh, tech conference a couple months ago, but they ended mm-hmm. up postponing the conference. And what I was, I told them I wanted to speak on was the necessity to have a brand like outside of your job not mm-hmm. necessarily it'll be a social media influencer but like in some kind of way brand yourself mm-hmm. professionally mm-hmm. and because people ask me all the time like man Cyrus like how did you you know you got into tech and you had these companies offer you all that like how did you go from 90,000 to basically $230,000 just like my my salary or just my OTE that's mm-hmm. not even counting everything else and all that happened within a nine or ten month time frame mm-hmm. people were like yo what extra certification did you get after the boot camp? None. Like what? What extra education? None. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, how are you getting these offers? Oh, I was posting content on LinkedIn. I was yep. showing my knowledge. I was networking, and it's just what well, what happened. I started to notice this. It took me a second to peep game. Other, my, my company, because what would happen was whenever I would do demos as a sales engineer, mm-hmm. there would be plenty of times we would win the deals because the prospect saw me on LinkedIn yeah. and was already sold on me so they were sold on the company. Mm-hmm. And so the company was making money not just off of my ability to demo, but also just my brand. Mm-hmm. So then other companies saw that. And other companies, they're thinking like, yo, we want this guy at our company. It's Word of mouth, look. it's so strong. And so, and you know, I'm not, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm gonna keep it a stack. I actually got it from there was a, a coworker. She was being onboarded with me um, mm-hmm. at my first tech company, um, Dialpad. Shouts out to Dialpad. And it was the weirdest thing. You know, like we were part of the whole new hire. It was like 10 or 12 of us, maybe 20 of us actually. But most of us were all in different roles. I was the only one that was a sales engineer that was being onboarded. And one of the one of this one woman who was being onboarded with the 20 of us, she was being treated like a celebrity. It was the weirdest thing. Now, mind you, I'm brand new to tech. I'm just now getting in tech. And I don't think I've ever shared this story before. I was just getting in tech and it was so weird to me where I felt like, like a very small, like, you know, fish in a big pond. Yeah. And I was like, who is this woman that she's just now starting at the company and everyone's acting like she's a celebrity. They ended up doing a company wide, like meeting. It was around the time where the company would have like, like a huge conference, whatever. And the company like shouted out all the new hires that month, but then they specifically shouted her out, and they were like, "Yo, we got Danny, yeah. such and such." Everybody was like, "Oh, like all hype and excited," and I was like, "What? Why are y'all so hyped for?" Right. And then mind you, she was cool people's, but I ended up we connected on LinkedIn, and I was checking out our LinkedIn, and I was like following her, and and again, this is even I'm getting more familiar with LinkedIn at the time, and I was like. Yo, she's an influencer. Yeah. I was like, 
And I looked at her history and the companies that had her and the promotions she got and everything. I mean, she was a phenomenal worker. Mm -hmm. Not going to say, oh, she was like a lazy worker. Right, right, she was right. phenomenal. But I was like, yo, she's getting crazy, crazy six-figure opportunities and bonuses and all other type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, she works hard, but she's getting significantly more because she's leveraging herself. Yep. And when I saw that, I immediately was like, yo, I need to do, I, mm -hmm. I need to, I said, I'm going to do it my own way, but I'm going to do something similar. And that junk just took, took off. off. And people don't understand the value mm -hmm. of that. Right. And so what are some ways that, like, what are some ways that like you kind of do different things or pieces to like allow yourself to kind of stand out or whether it's with your company or others like for people to see you i'm not gonna lie i feel like a lot of people don't even know that i work for ibm unless they personally ask me you know yeah. like every now and then like i'll post something on instagram mm -hmm. like uh here at a conference or oh follow me on linkedin yeah but i think just listening to your story and about the girl or whatever i think people gravitate towards people that are themselves like even mm -hmm. right here with like tech is the new black like yeah. i think this is something that's cool you know yeah so it's like when people look at you they don't probably just like relate tech to you but like oh cyrus you know like he's dope you know like oh thank you i appreciate yeah that. like he's dope but he's a cool person and stuff like that yeah. they're already er er eric said he I. yeah all right i'll, 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 I'll pop you up but no it's like people are already interested in you so i feel yeah. like with me you ask me like what are you doing now like that like leverages you know my career, my nine to five, yeah. I think I'm being myself. I'm being mm. myself still. Like Taylor outside of IBM, I like to travel. I like to kick in with my friends. I like I like fancy yeah. stuff, I'm not gonna lie. You know, and a lot of times people are like, well, dang, how you affording this? How you doing this? What, what does she do? I wanna know what she does. Mm. I do tech, let's talk yep. about it. Let's, you know? talk, let's about talk about it. it. I'm in tech, honey. Let's so it's talk like, about it. Yeah, and I think that's, like, I feel like tech is like, we're in a field now, like it's popular, it's sexy, like it's yeah. cool, like I work in tech. I remember when somebody asked me, like, what does that mean? You know, or I yeah. do tech sales, you know, let's talk <laughs> about it. So yeah. I think back to your question, you know, what are you doing to leverage yourself? I think I'm I'm promoting who I really am. Like, yes. I'm not putting on an act or a show, but it's just I'm able to afford a certain lifestyle based off of what I do. Yep. And that's a whole other conversation. But, oh, like, I yeah. can introduce you to it. Yo, you know, I can introduce on. you to it. Come you, on. You willing to listen? <laughs> yeah. Come on. I can set an appointment. Mm -hmm. Check my calendar. Mm -hmm. All right. So, look. So there, there are, there are a lot of people that don't understand the power of like. There's some people that think, okay, in order to be successful in tech sales, you need to like, like be like very masculine. But mm -hmm. I think there's you, and I think about uh, you, Kayla Burks, who's um, who's also in tech sales. Shouts out to uh, Kayla Burks and uh, Big Boss Energy. Mm -hmm. It's also uh, Astrid. Um, three different uh, women in tech sales we've had on the, on the podcast. I don't think we've had any any other any other women in tech. I don't think we've had any other tech sales people in general. Yeah. But one consistency with all three of you women is that all of y'all are like very feminine mm -hmm. and but also very successful in mm -hmm. the tech sales space. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong. But I believe that there's a a power, a unique power. It's different, but there's a unique power to a woman embracing her femininity, mm -hmm. even in tech sales. Mm -hmm. And it's not thinking, oh, I can't be a woman, but it's like embracing that womanhood. Right. Like, so one, tell me, like, is that correct? And two, if that is the case, like, what does that look like? Yeah. One, you are 1,000% correct. But I think what makes women in tech Black women specifically in tech mm -hmm. so successful 
is because when you're able to get on a on a phone call and speak that tech language to people mm-hmm. and you you know like like Kayla and the other girl you you're attractive woman and even yeah. outside of that but it's like you know what you're talking about knowledge is so sexy and I had a guy tell me that Ooh. you know so it's one thing it's like okay I'm working in tech but it's another thing like I actually know what I'm doing and I'm good at it yeah. you know and I can do it in Dior Hills like <laughs> <laughs> come on yo we got to get a dynamic <laughs> camera so I can zoom in I on the Dior, Dior Hills, Hills. <laughs> Come on. If you adore her, Dior her. Please. (laughs) But no, 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 no. Honestly, you know, it's just the best thing you can do, like I said, when it's just be a sponge. Like, Mm -hmm. because once you're able to understand what it is that you're doing and be able to relate it back to other people and to sell it, Mm -hmm. like, that is a really great feeling. Like, it's a great feeling. And, like, with me personally, with IBM, like, we're based on our KPIs. Like everything's like quarterly. So like every mm-hmm. three months, that's when a commission comes. You know. Okay. So it's like every three months. Like right now, I got to hit one point two million dollars in sales, and it sounds Ooh. like crazy, but it's like if our products are starting off at fifty k. You know, and it's like you telling me you need a renewal on something. It's like what are you gonna do without it? You kind of need it. You know. So it's like I'm a, I'm a math junkie. I was doing yeah, the math ahead. as I it was like fifty k is like. So. But that's like on a low end. That's on yeah. a low end. You know, if I'm yeah. selling like a, a Z system or like I know that sounds like crazy. Like what is a Z system? Yeah. All these other big things, but sometimes they could be like one hundred and fifty k to three hundred thousand dollars. You can hit that one point two million. Come on, it's yeah. easy. It's easy, yeah. and I've seen people do it. I got people on my team now that are already like up. You know, they yeah. relaxing, twiddling their thumbs, like they good. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Is it? I'm I'm curious. Is it uncapped after that? So is it like you hit 1.2 mil and now is there more after that? It's kind of uncapped. So it's like 200%. Okay, cool. It's 200%. But even then, that's good. That's great. You know? Yeah, that's phenomenal. Yeah, it's real good. Look, I love to see it. Mm -hmm. I love to see that. So one of the things that like seeing you in tech sales, but specifically seeing you in a uh it's a BDR position, right? Or is it SDR? SDR, BDR. Yeah, SDR. Yeah. I know sometimes they're interchangeable. Yeah. And so one of the things that I think is really cool, and I was learning about this recently, is how, well, one thing I've already known is how you can make more money in tech, specifically tech sales, without necessarily getting promoted. Mm-hmm. And and or another thing that's, that's uh, possible that I've been telling people about is how some people think you have to be in a manager position to make more money. That's I know people... True that like in in tech you can avoid a manager position you can just work your job right. and make as much money as your manager even more yeah and so but one of the other things that a lot of people don't know about is how you can do a SDR BDR role at a big tech company and make the same amount or more money than like an account executive role mm-hmm. at like a smaller company mm-hmm. or a different company. The title does not matter. Yeah. The title doesn't matter. And honestly, we're in the best positions when you're in a, that SDR, BDR mm-hmm. role, especially if you are able to master it and do good. Yeah. You hitting 200% in sales every quarter. You were in your bag. You making more than a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, don't get me wrong. Like the title of a manager and account executive is great. If you're, yeah. st- you're doing the work, you know, you're mm-hmm. hitting that. But it's like... If, you know, I'd rather be an SDR hitting my numbers than be an account executive and not, you know? Mm, that's real. Yeah, I'd rather, yeah, yeah, I'd rather do that. Looking for a job in tech can be tricky, but what if there's a way to automate the entire process? That's where Octoply.ai comes in. See, this software does all the work it takes for you to get hired from researching companies to scheduling interviews. And all you have to do is just show up. Octoply.ai is the first application of its kind that will find jobs that your top applicant for, apply to roles, reformat your resume, 
and manages interviews all while you sleep. So if you're tired of the tedious job search, try Octoply.ai today and let technology work for you. That's very real. So what are your like what are your plans? Like what are you what's next with you? Cause I mean, like where do you think you're gonna go? Cause honestly, I think I think there's so many directions you can go in. Mm-hmm. And no, I'm not even talking about like you jumping jobs. Obviously, like you're secure at IBM. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we were just saying, I think offline, where it's like, yo, like you could you could speak at some techie, right? Like I would love that techie events, and I would love that. Yeah, I would love that. I mean, that that, that really realistically, yeah. it would go back to your gift. Mm-hmm. It would go back to what it is, and exactly. it would kind of like spin the block. On Everything's what it was full all circle, about. right? Exactly, right? Yeah, I would love that. I never really thought too much about that, but that's not something that I'm opposed to at all. Hosting. I, Ooh, I can hosting. see hosting as And I would love events. that. I didn't oh know Oh my dope. gosh. You got to link me up with like, stuff like that. Up. I'm telling you, seriously, yes. I would. Because not even that, like not to pop my own, I was about to cut. No, not, pop your, <laughs> about to, oh, pop, pop your own. shit, pop it. <laughs> say it. We grown. Look. I was going to say not to pop my own sh- or whatever, but I just feel like I'm relatable and I feel like people would like talking to me. Yes, they you know? would. Yeah. So it's like, if I can talk about my experience and bring the next person on and just be my authentic self, that's oh, something yeah. that I want to do. Especially if I can yeah. get paid for it too. Why not? For real. Look, all, look, all of the tech founders right. or the founders of companies, y'all have conferences or all of y'all that's having just Reach tech conferences me. in general. <laughs> all that stuff. Y'all make sure y'all hit her up. Please. Look at the show notes. Look at the information. Please. So that way y'all are able to tap in with her and have her hosting. Because I mean, the energy is real. Y'all would love it. Y'all would love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, that's what I see myself doing. So what are you What are you doing? Like, what, Really, what are your, I guess, some of your plans in life? And not like your full like, 10, 20-year plan, but like, mm-hmm. what are some of the things you're thinking about maybe either leveraging your tech career or leveraging your bag mm-hmm. to like do? So I want to leverage my tech career so that it can leverage what I, I'm not gonna say like what I wanna do, but what I want to do. Like me, I enjoy traveling. Like I enjoy mm-hmm. traveling. I think anybody that follows me on social media, they know like Taylor, she's always oh, you gone. Be, you be tr- I be gone, tr- 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 I be yeah. gone, you know? So it's like, I wanna get into a position where I have enough money funded so that I can do that and get like brand partnerships with it, start, you know, maybe my own type of whatever with it and kind of take off from there. I was thinking about something. I'm, I'm no, gonna say it. Like, Tell me. Okay, look. I mean, I, I was gonna tell you. I just wasn't gonna say, but I'll say it here because it's 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 a it's a good thing. I was like, yo, like maybe like I mean, you travel a lot. Like, I do. So one, you talk about okay, like brand deals, mm-hmm. sponsorships with like different type of travel uh, businesses. Yeah. We actually actually might be um eventually doing a sponsorship with like a travel company with Texas New Black. Right. But one other thing you can uh, consider doing is there are people that do like tech travel meetups. Mm. If I said that properly, tech travel meetups. Like basically they have like groups of communities where they get deals from travel companies and then they have a tech community where they're like, hey y'all, all of us got a deal. We're gonna go to this country or go to this place, get an Airbnb and have like just a meetup with like different techies in this other country and party and stuff like There's that. There's so much underground stuff that I don't know oh, about. You don't yeah. tell me about so much stuff. Tell me about baddies in tech, tell me about this, whole yeah. bunch of stuff in tech. Yeah. I never knew. Yeah. Yes. Sign me ne- up. But again, networking. <laughs> yeah, networking. What we talk Facts. about. That's what it's about. Facts. Yeah. 1,000%. Yo. So I would love that. Anything that can allow me to travel, get money, have fun, I'm all with it. Yo. I'm all with it. I love it. I love it. I do too. So tell me, we're about to go ahead and wrap up. Oh, oh do we have... Okay. All right. Before we wrap up, my bad. Uh, so we got some questions from the Patreon community. Okay. Uh, we want to make sure that we are able to, uh, able to get to these questions. 
Okay, I got him. Yeah, appreciate that. All right, y'all. And for those that don't know, um, we have a Patreon community that gets to be able to tune in and watch live. For those that do not have a just a community in general uh, in the tech space, whether you're in tech already and you're looking for a community to collaborate with, a community to build with, network with, or if you're looking to get into tech and you're looking for some insights and information, uh, we have that where we have different tech recruiters, hiring managers, leaders in the industry, executives, coaches, resume writers, interview coaches, a variety of other things where weekly we come on with with our community but the thing that i think is the most special that we do is that we allow our community to actually stream live with us and watch the podcast interviews and it's not just one podcast episode like this wonderful one that we're having here with taylor but it's actually the entire day of episodes where we're having all the different guests come on and so you're able to have the opportunity to pop in whenever you want ask different questions to whoever you're interested in and in this case, we have a couple questions from our Patreon community right now. And the first question that I see on here reads out. So for Taylor, do you think you can find more success and money in a role that is hybrid versus 100% remote? I'm not going to lie. And I can't even believe I'm saying this, but hybrid. I think just having that office experience a little bit, it helps. Because I know me personally, yeah. like being fully remote Sometimes you can just get real comfortable. Like you can get real comfortable. Even when I work remotely now, I don't work from home. I'll go to a coffee shop. Yeah. I'll, I'll do anything just to get out the way. But I do think sometimes the best success helps when you're in the environment, like the work environment. Yeah, proximity. So, yeah, in that proximity. Now, once you're able to get into your own groove, and I say that for people that are starting off, but once you're able to get into your own groove, you know, you kind of know what you're doing and you're like comfortable working fully remotely, then that's fine. But I just, yeah. based off of my experience, I think that I'm doing well because I kind of have that hybrid role yeah. going on now. That's great. Yeah, and, and I believe that as well. Yeah. You know, and I think as much as I, I I'm always making content talking about working remote. Whatever, yeah, facts. It's like, yo, like, okay, it's content, but it's like, let's get, get real. It's like, mm -hmm. especially a lot of these tech companies, they're offices are fire oh yeah and i think most people think about going into the office and they're thinking of like other types of jobs nah. and it's like yo these offices are fire they feed you like yeah. <laughs> like yo, it's a good experience. i love i don't care how much money i make i love me some free food me too like I, like yo, yo free food what me too what All the time. i'm with it right i'm with it so yeah i think a hybrid role is is, is is decent yeah okay next question all right so who inspires you in tech if any and what do you look for in a mentor Mm, who inspires me? I've never been asked yeah. this question before mm. ever. That was deep. That is. Dang. Dang. These these like okay. these like them them first date questions. I'm telling you, I'm like kind of nervous. Me. I don't know. Trying to get to know me. Who inspires me in tech, if any? Um. Honestly, and this is not even to sound like funny or cliche or anything mm. like that, and not even just something coming off the top of my dome, but like. I'm laughing. Like you no. gotta inspire me, Loki. Oh me? Like you gotta inspire oh, me. Oh my god. <laughs> Yo. I know you're trying to be funny. No, I'm not trying to be no, funny. Dang, Let me break it wow. down. Let me break it down on yeah. why. It's because you were able to find your own like niche with it. You were yeah. able to take something that you were doing and then create your own brand with it. And I think that's dope. Yeah, like, like you. I'm telling you, I feel like when people think about tech, they think it's boring and it's like you can't have like a swag, you can't be yourself with it. Yeah. And it's like now you have platforms like tech is the new black yeah. and it's like you're able to see how people leverage that they leverage yeah. like their nine to fives and especially now people try to like stunt on nine to fives oh you got a nine to five that this ain't cool crazy. Like, you can't oh, get God. money with a nine to five like let's be real you know yeah. so i think you know people like you people that are you know creating their own platform in the tech space yeah. inspire me and That's as far fire. as what i look for in a mentor i look for somebody that you know believes in me just as much as i believe in myself and yeah. somebody that has created a proven success of what they've done 
to make me want to be like, hey, I, I look up to you. Like, yeah. you know, you inspire me. Things like that. Yeah. So, yeah. That's fire. I know. Yo, that, I'm real, ain't that, I? That I'm real for that, ain't I? Yeah, she's a real one. <laughs> it's not oh, yeah. fake. I'm this, being this, dead. That's how they like, thought uh, yeah. my background was fake when I was live. They said, that's a green <laughs> I was live and somebody commented like, y'all really listening with this green screen background? They be hating on you. What made it worse is that I got up and I, so I got up and I touched it and I did, a, I put my phone up and walked around. Yeah. What made it worse is that there were people that actually know me, but they had never came to the place, but yeah. they knew me from back when I was broke. Yeah. And they admitted, they said, Cyrus, I even thought it was green. They, they, they say I still trusted you, your information, but I thought like you were capping on yeah, your background. Yeah, so, I'm not gonna lie. I, even I, when you go live with Miami, it's still it looks it green. Crazy. We're not. Be, it looks more green screen because the background looked like really, <laughs> yeah. really, and it's like because every, every time I'm on there, I'm like my background looks so green screen right now. <laughs> right. Yo, no. yo, so. Yo, we about to wrap up. Uh, this has been a wonderful, wonderful interview. Yes. Taylor, want to give you the opportunity to share with the people anything you want to leave them with. Mm. Bet on yourself. Always bet oh, yeah. on yourself. If you have a vision, a plan for yourself, do it. Like, seriously, do it with everything. I feel like a lot of type, times people try to talk me out of like, oh, why are you working a nine to five? You need to be an entrepreneur. You need to do this, do that. Do what works for you. Do what works yes. for you and be the best at what you do. 